Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1069. Disordered eating no longer controls me, but that doesn't mean I never struggle. Part one by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook. But from a bunch of different authors, and always with permission from the sites. Now today is Wednesday, which means it's the middle of the week, and like I do every Wednesday, I wanna give you a little bit of inspiration to help you make it through the rest of the week. So here's our quote for today. Quote, the distance between repeated failure and enduring successful change is not marked by personal fortitude or determination. It's not a referendum on your personal worth. Even with amazing stamina, you can still fail. Instead, you cover that distance through simple steps that meet your long-term goals. Dr. Wendy Wood, author of Good Habits, Bad Habits, The Science of Making Positive Changes That Stick. All right, now that we're in the right frame of mind, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Disordered eating no longer controls me but that doesn't mean I never struggle. Part one by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. I'm no longer captive to disordered eating, but that doesn't mean I never struggle or feel the tug of old destructive habits. Like a scar from a sutured wound leaves a permanent reminder of the event, so too did my stint with obsessive eating habits create a lasting mark on me. It fades with time, but it'll never completely vanish. Individuals battling their own disordered eating habits may think, as I did years ago, that they can get over it eventually and be completely free from its grip, never to fight mental battles about food again. Breaking away from disordered eating and the ugly side of health and fitness altogether and adopting nutrition habits that are flexible, sane, and mentally healthy is possible. However, it's naive to think returning to or becoming normal 
is a likely outcome. That may sound grim, but it shouldn't. It's simply a reality that a lengthy experience with disordered eating habits will leave its mark, just like an operation or serious puncture wound leaves a scar. I've been free from the jaws of the monster that is disordered, obsessive eating and binge eating for almost a decade, but I still have occasional struggles, and many who have a similar history report experiencing these too. It's time to bring them to light and what has helped me stay free from previous obsessive eating habits. No more disordered eating, but there are occasional struggles. I no longer binge, but that doesn't mean I never overeat. Binge eating means consuming a massive quantity of food in a short period of time, and for me, well beyond the point of feeling full. I no longer experience massive binges that easily accrued over a thousand calories and left my stomach throbbing in pain. However, I do overeat on occasion. I've devoured four slices of pizza when I was satisfied after eating two. I've eaten too much candy because I gobbled it down too quickly and grabbed more before I'd even finished chewing what was in my mouth. I eat dessert even when I'm full from a delicious dinner. I went back for a second helping when I was no longer hungry, but wanted to keep eating because it was so dang delicious. And I will do all those things again. A major difference now is that I accept these occasional events as a normal part of life and don't get upset about them. Or if I do start feeling bad, I quickly remind myself that it wasn't a big deal. I make myself move forward and refuse to feel guilt or shame. Years ago, when I was breaking free from disordered eating, I accepted that striving for perfection with food, like never overeating or making successive less than ideal food choices or eating too much candy wasn't gonna happen. I don't demand perfection, nor do I berate myself when I overeat or make a string of not so great food choices. I don't obsess about food multiple times a day, every day, but I do overthink on occasion. When will I eat again? What will I eat? What should I eat? When can I eat after that? Should I try a new diet? How can I avoid the next binge? Those thoughts plagued my mind when disordered eating habits consumed me. Thankfully, that's no longer the case. Overthinking still happens, however. I really want the French toast, but the veggie omelet is a better choice. Maybe I should get that because it has more protein and I should eat more veggies. But man, that French toast sounds amazing. That and similar conversations run through my mind occasionally. They're shorter than they used to be and occur less frequently. I catch myself overthinking a situation, like the French toast versus omelet example, that doesn't require that much brain power and cut off the mental conversation immediately. Then I choose the food option I really want and enjoy every bite. Then move on with the well-established nutrition habits I've created. Just like getting sick or dealing with unexpected real-life events, the occasional overthinking episode happens. I face it immediately, cut it short, and move on. It doesn't define me, it doesn't control me, and I choose not to respond emotionally. The better I get at handling those events immediately, the less frequently they occur. I'm no longer on a never-ending fat loss journey because I dislike my body, but I don't love my body unconditionally at every moment. Over a decade ago, all I wanted to do was lose the fat that accumulated from binge eating. Every action in the gym and choice in the kitchen was done in the name of fat loss, and that mindset had me in its grip for years. Now, I don't fear having fat on my body and set goals that have absolutely nothing to do with fat loss. 
and I'm not relentlessly pursuing a better looking body. I love my body and the amazing things it can do, but that doesn't mean I love how it looks every day. When I see my bloated PMS belly in the mirror, I don't respond with joy exclaiming, hot, I never look sexier than I do right now. Thanks, water retention. I don't always feel my best. I don't always think I look my best, but that's part of life. I refuse to feel bad for not thinking I look amazing all the time. Loving my body without fail every moment is pressure I don't put on myself. How exactly do I face those occasional struggles and successfully defeat them? Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Disordered Eating No Longer Controls Me, But That Doesn't Mean I Never Struggle, by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I so admire Nia's courage to publicly discuss her personal struggles. There's so much we can learn from her. The themes she mentions go beyond eating disorders. They can be applied to any struggle we experience or any goals that we have set for ourselves. Overthinking situations which can delay action, striving for perfection instead of progress, fear and forgiveness. These don't just apply to eating habits, they apply to everything. So hopefully as you were listening, you weren't just tuning it out going, well, I don't struggle with disordered eating, at least I don't think so. Because again, What Nia was really trying to explain applies to anything and everything in our lives. And tomorrow, we'll talk about how some of these struggles can be overcome. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you're having a wonderful week and I'll see you tomorrow with part two of Nia's post and where your optimal life awaits.